0: What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, is my podcasting partner, Paul. How's it going, folks? Nothing fun and exciting to introduce yourself tonight? That's night. All right. Okay. Well, and it has at any been rate, the most fun and exciting week. Okay. Well, at any rate, we are coming at you with another edition of Bright Side of the Suns by the fans, for the fans podcast. <laughs> I said it right. Yes. And uh, we have a special treat for you tonight because we are actually watching the very end of the Suns-Nets game. So you might hear some real-time... We might go off track a little bit. Hopefully not profanity, but, you know, we'll see what happens. At at any rate, they are... There's 249 left. They're down six. So if you're listening and you've already watched it, well, you know what happens. So... So, first things first, Paul is getting a chance to redeem himself, and he is going to tell everybody out there listening about Brightside Night and how they should all donate to Brightside Night. I'm going to sit back, sip on an IPA, and enjoy this show, mute my mic, and everything. So, Paul, take it away.
1: Yes, as Justin said, Brightside Night is coming up. It's uh, December 11th. Uh, Suns are playing the Pelicans, so the goal is to try to send as many kids as possible to go see the game. So please go check out BrightsideOfTheSun.com, find the post regarding the uh, Brightside Night, and click on all the links and follow the instructions to donate. It's only $16 per ticket, and I know if you Donate uh, a certain number of tickets. I know it's changed a little bit. Donate a certain number of tickets. You can get bonuses for you. So it's a win-win all around. And plus, you're sending a kid to a game who's maybe never been to one before and just makes you feel better. It's the holiday season. So how would I do, Justin? Did I not fail? What kind of bonuses?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Right. That's,
1: that's for Dave to tell. Paul, I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. You clearly have been listening to the podcast from last week. So you could study... I do a lot better like,
1: when I don't read, try to read stuff.
0: Just gotta, just gotta let it flow. I guess I can cancel that Toastmasters class I signed you up for, huh? No, it's probably still useful. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and do that anyway. So <laughs> I'll put my foot in my mouth later tonight, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm counting on it. I am counting on it. So we had a pretty big week this week. Uh, there was some stuff going on in our country. I, I'm, I'm not really sure. And then... Basketball also was still played. So we're here, as always, to talk... The Chargers won. The Chargers won. Paul and I, ironically, even though we're both native Arizonans, are Chargers fans. We can explain that later, but now is not the time or the place.
1: If Dudley ever gets on the podcast with us, that's all it's going to be is just talking Chargers.
0: I like the optimism that that's (laughs) going to happen someday, but we'll worry about that somewhere down the line. So... Again, as always, we'll talk Suns. Talk about the games this week. Talk about whatever some comes to mind. Weird, random things about the Suns and about who knows what, who knows what? and uh, see where things go from there. First thing I want to address: last week we talked about the fact that LeBron James. Of course, we're not going to start with the Suns. That would be just too obvious to do that. LeBron James cost the Cleveland Indians the World Series because he threw a Halloween party where he had the theme be 3-1, had little cookies that said R.I.P. Clay Thompson, R.I.P. Seth Curry, (laughs) Steph Curry. Pretty sure not Seth Curry. (laughs) You can say R.I.P. Seth Seth Curry, too, just in general. (laughs) Do we know where Seth Curry's playing now? Paul, tell me. Dallas? Hmm. I think it's Dallas. I would have assumed China with... Uh,
1: no, it's in the NBA. With, I know that. Jimmer Fredette. He,
0: he, he made money. He made... He, I bet He Jimmer made Fredette's money like Austin Larry Rivers China. made money, I think. Oh, jeez. Wait, Actually, he, pl- pl- he plays for his dad? No, but he made decent money. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he doesn't play for his dad. No. Oh, uh, just making sure. So, anyway. One week, Cleveland. The next week, America. <laughs> LeBron James goes, campaigns with Hillary Clinton, and then Hillary Clinton loses the campaign. Am I just recognizing a pattern? Yes, I am. And uh, you know
1: Is, LeBron it just James a is it basically is?
0: just trying to steal anyone's glory, make sure he's only the you know, popular happy guy in Cleveland or America. I don't know. Sidebar done, we'll move on. So Paul. So Suns played some games this week. They did. They won that A game this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice win against Detroit. Pretty uh, solid team in the East. You know, you got uh, Drummond. Um, got our good friend Marcus.
0: Oh, my, my favorite of the Morris twins. <laughs> favorite of the Mori. Mori. Morons. Please don't come and beat me up if you guys hear this. Please don't. Yeah,
1: please don't pull what Keith did to Doug McDermott tonight. What did he do? Like hooked him and like just threw him to the ground. Because, I mean, McDermott can't get air. That's just mean. Yeah, exactly. So. Good riddance.
0: Good riddance? Is he... Oh, you mean from the Suns? Yeah. I thought you were saying, like... To to Doug? No, (laughs) I thought you just meant, like, he was kicked out of the league or something for... You know, Paul, Paul, I just have an observation... You kind of get thrown off when you stare at me weird, so maybe you should stop <laughs> doing that. Okay. The, the, the whole bright side met the first time around, you looked at me really weird the whole time <laughs> as I pointed out. You just did it again. Things get a little off track then. So you're right. The the one win this week, the Pistons win. Hopefully two wins. Things aren't looking great right now, but hopefully They're two wins. They're in striking distance. They're in striking distance. So we can talk, I guess, briefly about a couple of the other games. I don't know that we want to all that much. The Lakers game. Yeah,
1: Lakers are so the Lakers are kind of pulling a little bit of what the Suns pulled a few years ago. Everybody expected them to suck, but they um, had a new coach who is galvanizing the team a little bit. They're playing above do expectations. You, do you
0: happen to mean U of A grad Luke Walton?
1: I do. Who could have been an option for the Suns if the Suns didn't sign their coach you know before? Uh, sorry, watching the Suns game.
0: I'm. I. I, I he could have. Oh, been, oh, but... they're not. They're, they're not straight oh. distance anymore. How did they get to 13 points? We start talking into microphones and we stop paying. Attention what to was okay? Good.
1: At least they didn't convert that.
0: So okay, <laughs> let's focus. Uh, yeah, the the Lakers. I think it surprised a lot of people. I mean, last time we recorded. They had just beaten the Warriors. Yeah, they've had some solid, solid wins. And I and I said, oh well, the Warriors are coming off a back-to-back, and the Lakers proceeded two nights later, beat the Suns quite handily. So there's really no positive to speak of in that game. I don't know,
1: and I really want the Lakers to suck again.
0: Although, if they suck, again, then the high pick. Right, and, and but isn't that the pick that we traded for Brandon Knight who oh ho oh, oh. ho <laughs> later. My disdain for Brandon Knight has grown exponentially watching this game tonight. But isn't yes. that so yeah. so don't we kinda want the Lakers to not suck that much so at least we don't feel as bad as Suns fans that we don't have a pick anymore? Well it depends. It's I would like them to keep the pick.
1: Well I Is that you, know, like, it? you just no. paused awkwardly. <laughs> Sorry, I'd like them to either keep the pick, which kind of sucks because that means they have another high pick and can just add another. What's the pick, protection on the
0: pick? Do you top like? three. Okay.
1: But if they, or if they are to give it this year, I'd much, I'd rather have them pull what the Suns pulled a couple years ago and basically be the best non-playoff team in the league. Gotcha. Uh, just so it's really, it really is a, not a great pick that right. is conveyed. But if they keep it this year It becomes two second rounders next year So like that's
0: From a standpoint of the trade It becomes two second rounders next year? Like no, it it converts units? into two second rounders. Oh, I thought you were if saying it, like the Lakers got an extra second rounder just for that pick. No. no. They're well, like, hey, maybe. Hey, maybe. maybe. <laughs> They're like, okay, NBA, can you approve this trade? But here's the kicker. You're going to have to give us another second round pick. <laughs> in this like year that we may not need to convey. Because <laughs> yeah. we in, don't like
1: suck. We 20. never suck. <laughs> we're never going to be in a top three. Let's
0: be honest, NBA, you're going to make sure we don't suck, right? I mean, come on, we're the Lakers. That clearly Instead. hasn't happened just yet.
1: So it's kind of a catch. It's I actually am enjoying that they're playing well just from the standpoint of that if they get up into a 13-14 pick, they, it's beneficial to the Suns. Is that that
0: the, oh, it's not really beneficial to the Suns. It just makes us feel less bad about ourselves. Right.
1: Well, because, I mean, you get Brandon Knight for basically the 13th pick. Uh, Brandon Knight.
0: Do we want to just jump into that? Okay, yes. Let's just talk about this really quick. I've never seen anybody who has less defensive awareness than him. If he was a player on NBA 2K17, which I'm assuming he is, obviously. If his defensive (laughs) awareness is anything above a 2, and I mean a 2 on a scale of 1 to 100, then it's vastly overrated. We were watching this game, and he just kind of like, oh... Excuse me, but Marquise Chris with a putback dunk to cut it to 17 with 45 seconds left. <laughs> I feel like maybe we shouldn't record anymore when we're, the Suns game is on because clearly we are jinxing them right now. Clearly. Sorry, sorry, Suns fan. Sorry, Suns. Sorry. Hey, John Jenkins is getting time, man. JJ. So, at any rate. And he didn't help. <laughs> I, I've, I've never seen a point guard who's like, I'm going to go down towards the baseline and just kind of hang out while the the guy I'm defending stands free either from the wing at three-point range or from the top of the three-point circle, half circle, and just gets about two and a half minutes to take a shot. I have no idea what he's doing down there, and frankly, I said earlier, if the Suns lose this game by six points, then it's all his fault, but they lost by 18, so I still blame him. Um... I I, I I just can't fathom what he's doing yeah and I'm I, not, I don't want him to be a great defender because he's never going to be but pay attention to what's going on you you had mentioned earlier watching the game you said oh it looks like Brandon Knight lost his guy I feel like if never if you never had him yeah if you lose somebody you have to at some point be within I don't know 14 feet of them. Yeah. So, so you can't really lose something Yeah. We well, like, you, you, you we have. 14 feet
1: of him before he's, he ran across the court to get open for the shot, which he's yeah. already
0: open for. My gosh. My but, gosh.
1: Which, you know I what? Maybe it is just one of those things he needs to be a lead guard. You know what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to give him the because like, he's
0: not getting that here. His 33% shooting percentage on the year certainly dict- indicates that. I need to be a lead guard. No. God, No. At least he's doing better from three-point range. Oh, wait, no. no what, 23%, 27, 26%? 27. To his credit, he's shooting 95% from the line. But when you're just jacking up wild shots that aren't going in, you're not going to get to the line that much, and he gets in the line like two and a half times a game. So yeah. I see no redeeming quality in him right now. Prove me wrong, Brandon Knight, but he drives me insane. He drives me absolutely insane. Yeah, well, I mean. He's Paul, been- insane he drives me. Okay, Yoda. Yeah, good catch. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going for. I mean,
1: he's definitely. I mean, there's obviously there's a relatively long list of Suns players that I wouldn't mind trading at some point during the season. Or, well,
0: why don't we bring that into? <laughs> let's just segue right <laughs> into Sed- segue Paul, the new we segment. We have a segment. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm, I'm coming up with. I'm excuse me, Paul. That's disrespectful. We are coming up with segments. We're trying to be professional-ish. And and, and I I say segments, but we've only come up with one one. so far. No, we got two. The dunk meter Oh, that's not even a segment. That's just something I'm actually passionate about. (laughs) We'll talk about that later, too. I can now cross off the note that says Justin hates Brandon Knight, right? We're done with that? Yes. Uh, Hate's a strong word, but I hate Brandon Knight's defense and his inability to make shots. I don't know. There's much more basketball than that. So,
1: um, oh, his his passes, his inability to distribute tonight was ungodly.
0: Is that something that happened tonight, or well, how many times do we see him go all up and the like time. go and like just cough up the ball? That weird movement you just made doesn't translate no, well. He
1: literally did just that. Just
0: watch, <laughs> just watch the game, folks, and you can act, and think about that noise Paul just made, and you can figure out when that happened. Segment called, Who Does Paul Want to Trade Today? Because, as we went over last week, (laughs) Paul, while obviously a very big Suns fan, also feels very strongly about them not succeeding this year. Almost, in my opinion, to a fault. I think he needs to tap the brakes a little bit on it. But, it brings up a perfect scenario for us to just throw out every week who paul wants to trade today and what? and 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 why and where? there's a reasoning behind it because paul is as i like to refer to him mr nba trade machine because i'll be at the office and i'll get like a random text from paul at like 12:30, 30 and, and it's, <laughs> paul has sent you this nba trade and so they're going um okay it's the middle of the work day but take it away paul who do you want to trade today? I think everybody listening already knows the answer, but go on. Brandon Knight. That was a drum roll for the record, <laughs> if you heard that. If, if you didn't, I'll try to edit one in. I don't know if I can do that. I'm sure I can. I don't know if have, I have the capability of doing it. <laughs>
1: anywho. Yeah, right now Any, the... Uh, anywho. <laughs> I've been messing around with the trade machine, as Justin said. Shocking. Shocking. I think Brandon Knight is probably the best move that we can make at the moment if we want to. Caveat, I just want to say, to back it up a little bit, I look at trading players just from the standpoint of there are a number of players on the team um, This is true, there are a number of players on the team. Who are probably impeding the potential growth of other players but don't really have much more growth potential in them so I'm just looking at it from a long-term perspective of the team improving on the players that they're actually invested in so this week's candidate is Brandon Knight and I was kind of just watching the NBA messing around a um, couple teams that I thought would be potential let's fits just go top one well the Sixers are the top one for everybody but I also want to talk about the Pelicans. Could we get that Lakers
0: pick back? No,
1: there's no way. Hey now. guys,
0: remember we <laughs> traded that Lakers pick for Brandon Knight? I want to undo that. Take backseas. Take backseas. Does that happen in the NBA? I feel like it should. Right. Get the Lakers pick back. How long is the warranty on Brandon Knight?
1: And and Plumley and Ellis, Ennis. Shit, I don't remember. I'm name. pretty sure he's not in the NBA anymore. No, he's on the Rockets. He's James Harden's backup.
0: Well, has he grown a beard? No, not yet. Are you sure? No, not yet. Why do you just just say I'm wrong? Because I don't think
1: he can. Like, I don't think Devin Booker
0: can. That's fair. Hey, hey, don't make fun of people that can't grow beards. Actually, I don't think Alex Len can. Well, yeah, well, we know he can grow weird sideburns (laughs) with no hair above it. I'm not sure what's going on there. (laughs) Maybe it's that's a whole different thing. story, though. Well, that's a whole different story. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, back. Let's, let's, let's wrap up your segment. <laughs>
1: back to my segment. There are, I feel like there are openings at on the 76ers and the Pelicans. They who can have, we get back? The 76ers is really you're not getting anything back.
0: Oh, that sounds like a great trade. Okay, moving <laughs> on. Pelicans, who can we get back? Tyreek Evans, who is on
1: a one-year deal. Who is honestly currently injured? So you could theoretically buy him out to give opportunities to other guys. How badly
0: injured is he? I don't know that. Oh, okay.
1: But he's expected back. Okay. And he might actually be better to fill that role of sixth man because that has been what he was playing for New Orleans. You're
0: saying Brandon Knight's not doing a good job? <laughs> <laughs> You're saying he is. Have we have we <laughs> have we talked about? The defense he played tonight? Oh, yes, we hey, have. Have talked okay. about the offense he played tonight? Yes, we have. He tried to dunk, though. If he did that, like that, that where he got fouled, if he would have succeeded on that, that would have been nice, I guess. Really yeah, inconsequential, but nice. Okay. Anything. Your segment's over. Segment's over. Well done. Sort of. Yeah. Stop. What? <laughs> Paul... I don't know what it is your 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 eyes when you I get look danced. at me. Yeah, just dazed, look, look at the wall. Okay, so let's go back to the game this week. So we talked about the Lakers game, Blazers game at Portland. They lose by three. You know, I feel like that's a pretty good showing. It, it shows a lot of what this team has the capability of doing. Games like that are what get me even more excited about the future of the Phoenix Suns because. You know, they show this competitive grit. Uh, They show that they have talent to hang with teams that are, well, more talented than them as of right now. And also know how to close out. And know how to close out. And they also show, you know, that if they continue, if some of the young guys, if Chris, if uh, Booker, if TJ, if Bender, although I don't know offhand how much of a role he played in that game, if they develop we could be talking about something special here in the next couple of years right which is what everybody in phoenix is hoping for yeah we know paul we know focus focus so it's games like that that are encouraging i want to see them continue to fight obviously and and show that these guys are developing any thoughts on that game paul Quick, quick... And Bender quick, did have a good... Sorry, I just asked. Aside. I told you if... Oh, go on. Did uh, Tom Leander
1: and Tom Chambers um, not coordinate their outfits intentionally? Uh, um, um, wow. Like, that is the same shirt and virtually the same jacket on both of them. They...
0: Uh. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, it's, does it say something about the selection at the, the clothery? I, I mean, I don't know. So, okay, back to the point. Oh, I was going to say, Bender did have a good game against the Blazers. He played a 23 good ones. minutes, 4 for 9 from the field, 10 points, plus 19, which if you play hockey matters, I don't really care that much. Plus for, like, 19 matters play. in hockey? Plus nineteen was for sure matter in hockey. But I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying the plus minus. I'm not a I'm not a huge plus minus. Not a
1: huge minus. Yeah. Plus minus guy. Were you more a per guy?
0: No. I, I just like the number of <laughs> points that are on points the board at the end of the assist. game. Yeah. I try you're to, a little old school with I the stats. Try, I try to keep my sports watching to the lowest <laughs> level of geekiness that I can. So any thoughts on the Portland game, Paul? That's mm, a no. no. Okay. <laughs> Moving honest,
1: on. honest, when was the the game? Was that Tuesday? I don't know, dude. I don't have a calendar in front of me. I'm just wondering. Like, if it was Tuesday, I was not paying attention to basketball.
0: It might have been Tuesday. It probably was Tuesday. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, I do know that Bledsoe has actually started to come on, which was something I started to get concerned about a little I bit in the last couple Eric games. I love Eric Bledsoe. I love Eric Bledsoe. I wish his vision was his like. Court awareness was a little better, his, like, passionate Good change skills. of words.
0: I was going to ask you about his eye doctor, but go on.
1: <laughs> I just completely forgot who, they're, who, the, who they keep, like, touting as, like, the eye doctor of the Suns. Oh, sure. The Schwartz laser eye center.
0: I feel like we're giving <laughs> tons of people
1: plugs right now. But just in general, I mean, he's he's never going to be Nash. And, I mean, you got to accept yeah. that. He's got other skills, particularly on the defensive end and just drive him to the hoop and, like, that strength that he has.
0: He's a little muscle. L- little muscle. Bulldog. What is it? Uh, muscle hamster? Isn't that what they call, uh, what's his name, on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> Doug Martin? <laughs> I forgot about that. So, but at okay. any rate. any rate,
1: I like where he's going the last couple games. Absolutely. And, and I've been really strong so fourth quarters.
0: Our first pod, I had said that, Eric Bledsoe is obviously one of the guys that the Suns would need to be a competitive team in the future. And you disagreed. I didn't... Did I vehemently disagree? I don't think so. I don't care. You disagreed. I did so disagree. Are, do you still disagree? I... The jury's still out. That's not my question.
1: <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I like I like Eric Bledsoe for what he is. I like I like what he does. Does he fit with the other young pieces that we have? That's still something to be determined.
0: I feel like he does. I. That's all I have to say. He's the,
1: he's the best player on the team right now. I mean, obviously Devin Booker is expected to be the best player going forward at some point, unless. Chris or uh, Bender turn into something, or Uless comes out of nowhere. Because, I mean, T.J. Bo- Warren has... I think he has a ceiling that is lower than Booker's. He has a... Sure, absolutely.
0: He's doing great. So, so Paul, so no, you still don't think that in the next three years you, you absolutely want to have Eric Bledsoe on our team? I don't think he will be on the team in three years. Why not? I just
1: feel like McDonough will, for whatever reason as he's moving down the list, Like maybe it comes from the pick that's this year we, particularly with War- with Warren coming on we've kind of solidified that, that three spot we basically have our four and our five theoretically in Bender and Chris we've got our, our shooting guard in Booker if you're going to have another top pick where are you going to put it? at the point guard and then everybody's on the same timetable Everybody's just about the same age. You have got basically a starting lineup of young
0: guys to grow. But but so then you're assuming that Ryan McDonough, if we get we get a top pick this year, let's say, is going to sit there and go, I know all my young guys are going to work out, so I'm going to take a point guard. No, I'm not saying that, but I because I think the Suns, the team like the, the team that the Suns are, and they may take you, a center for you, all I know. Right, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is. The only position that I feel like they should be comfortable thinking that they have what they need for the foreseeable future would be, and I, it's, I guess it's hard to put a position on, spots, but yeah, two and three effectively. If you, if you, if you're going to assume that Booker is a two, even though he's still growing, I mean, <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that, and that, and that TJ Warren is a three is going to be a three. After that, I mean, Marquise Chris could have a great year, but we don't know how that's going to pan out because he's also on a team that doesn't have a whole lot of current high-level talent. So he could be just the guy that gets the minutes and starts getting the points. Dragan Bender, I don't think we'll know at any point this year whether he's going to be successful in the NBA. Right. So I feel like if we walk into the draft... In 2017, focusing, on, point focusing on a position, you're doing yourself a disservice. You need to look and see who you can get that is going to be the best player. So, I mean, I agree with that. Anyway, do you have anything else to say? No? Anything else that's useful? No. Okay. Paul just admitted he has no useful thoughts right now. I, ever, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean on that topic, I just meant in general. Are you done? <laughs> You done talking? Forever? Might be okay. Perfect.
1: Um, so well, I might be trying to trying to be useful in talking. Let's talk
0: through. A, oh, <laughs> let's talk through a couple of the other games because they're well. Let's talk about one of the games so we don't need to talk about what just happened tonight. Yeah. Pistons game. Yeah. Now that was a good game. It was. Wins are good. I still enjoy wins. Am I correct? Was that the game where Alex Len didn't suck? Yes. So this guy just comes out every now and then. He he sits there and goes, all right, well, I guess I'll go for four points on one of eight shooting and get – well, he's been rebounding, okay? Yeah, he's been rebounding, all right. I'll get ten rebounds and – Maybe maybe, block a shot. Maybe block a shot but get at least five fouls. Does that for three games and then suddenly he goes, oh – I'll shoot much more efficiently, score more points, and get just as many rebounds without fouling as much. And maybe block a couple shots. Maybe block two shots. Have an assist or two. So, uh, I, Len, what, what do we have there? Because you said this earlier, not recording, but we were talking, and it's like every time you get done with him, you're like, I know oh, this guy, kind of how I am with Brandon Knight now. He's never going to get me back in, though. You know, now, drops, you know, if he back drops in. 30 and, like,
1: 30 and 10 with, like, three steals, he might be back in on Brandon Knight. No. No? You're out? No, because he'll
0: probably still give up, like, 42 points on defense. Just on his own. Yeah, the Corey Brewer. <laughs> is he still in the NBA? <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. Might also be on the Rockets. <laughs> Paul. What well, we've also discovered now is apparently Paul's favorite team is the Rockets. He can just name the entire roster... So, Len, yeah, it's maddening. He is in a well, not really even a contract year now. Well, he is in a contract year, but it's not like he's trying to play for a contract necessarily with the Suns. He's going to be a restricted free agent. Right. You've made a couple references in a couple of different podcasts that he's going to get seventy million bucks just because he's seven foot tall. Yeah. If he gets that type of offer, do the Suns match it? First of all, I I don't think he's going to get 70. I think he's going to get less. So let's say this. I think it's 50. It's 50? So
1: so basically you're looking at like 10 a year for five years? Or are you looking at short a shorter deal?
0: Let's call it four years. Four years? So you're... Okay. 12.5. Boom. Boom. Math. Math. (laughs) Well, you're just copying what I say? What are you just copying what I say? Jesus. So would you... Would Would I do
1: 12.5 for Len? It's... That's one of those it's one of those things that twelve point five sounds like so much money, which it is, but it's all relative mm-hmm. and I'm still in the mindset of older cap years where twelve point five was a huge deal and Len is probably in the old cap structure, maybe a seven million dollar a year player, which is probably 12 and a half 14 in the new cap
0: so then yes
1: well the other thing is though there's going to be because it's a cap spike people get paid ridiculous they're getting there's a bump on top of what they actually are worth because teams have money you lo- look at how many guys got max deals paul just used air quotes right there just for the record i did um, got max deals this past year that really aren't max players, and if it was under the old normal cap structure, wouldn't have warranted max money. But because the cap keeps jumping, everybody's paying max deals for guys because they're going to become a – become that's going to become a deal once the cap jumps so, again. So – Except this
0: is the jump of jumps. So you would or you wouldn't? I, I right now, for the I record, I'll say for the 17 record million. again, I now, I think reg- he I now might regret 17 million. asking.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying I would not pay him $17 million, but I feel like in the market that is out there oh, for
0: $17 million? per year. I just said fifty for four years, which is 12 and a million. Okay, twelve. And Did and you a half. just go through that entire thought process with a completely different thought in your head? No. I feel like you did. I feel like you're just lying to me. Should I stop should I let you off the hook right now? I wouldn't I wouldn't pay twelve and a half for him if I were the Suns. You know what? You could have said that three minutes ago. And we would have but we wouldn't have been blessed with that three minutes Ramb- of rambling nonsense. What's that at the end of Happy Gilmore? No, not Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison when when he gives his answer. About the uh, economy. (laughs) And and the guy's like, that is not only wrong, that is ridiculous. We are all now dumber for having listened to you. I give you, I award you zero points and may God have mercy on your soul. I feel like that right now. I love you still. I felt like that for most of the week. But I feel like that right (laughs) now. So, okay. So, Paul would not give Alex Len 17.5 million, nor would he give him him 12.5 million. So, we've. Covered two numbers for the If no I were the reason. Suns, I would not
1: re-sign him. I don't think he has shown the improvement to warrant a long-term contract, especially with Chris and Bender on the roster, okay. as well as Chandler, okay. currently. So. Len is basically a backup We
0: center. can also bring up in the Detroit game that Jared Dudley, he did it again tonight, had a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. The Duds. The Duds. The Duds. I mean... Coming off the bench, he's. Just, I, he was good free free throw three point shooter when he was here before. Excuse me. I feel like he's gotten exponentially better. Like I, he shoots it, he's like the exact opposite. Of how I feel whenever I see Brandon Knight shoot, I'm like, "Well, that's not going in." Dudley shoots, I'm like, "Boom, that's going to be good for sure." Obviously, it's not good for sure every time, but I got a pretty good feeling about it. Yeah, I mean, and that's Dudley is solid. That is
1: what he's been known for, basically, since he came to the Suns and is back in the Nash Grant Hill days and established himself. Earl Watson looking sharp tonight, by the way. Again, clothery.
0: Yeah, sorry. Again, now now we're not even watching <laughs> really the post game <laughs> press conference. We're it's just on mute. Chris had sixteen points. Wow, that's actually a solid line for him. Yeah, so good for him. Anyway, Dudley, he's been playing really well. I think. You know, he comes back in, and everyone's thinking, great signing because he's going to add some veteran presence to this team. But coming off the bench since they moved him to the bench, dude's contributing even better. And frankly, that second unit needs it. Yeah. They really need it. And, you know, I think the game tonight, the box score, the final line isn't going to actually... Indicate how close it was because up until about four minutes left, it was a four-point game. Right, and then all hell just broke loose. We but, started recording But that's a huge—that's so. a huge—that's a huge credit, I think, to Dudley because he was a very large part of that. Now, the one problem that I have with Jared Dudley knocking down all these threes is how is he going to dunk if he's shooting threes all the time? Dudley, you're not helping me out here. I got to bet I really want to win. And these three-pointers aren't going to do it for me. They're not going to do it for me. I but, appreciate
1: the three-pointers, Dudley. But
0: it's okay. Speaking I forgive the them. I forgive them. Oh, Paul's favorite team. The highlights are on. So Dudley obviously in case you haven't figured this out already, does not have any dunks still this season. I got excited. I got close to being... I I won't say I got excited. I got close to being excited. Wait, did you really think he was
1: going to drive for a dunk? If he's going to get a dunk, it's going to be because he cherry-picked for some reason, which he's not going to
0: do. Why you got to be a a Dudley hater and just think he can't dribble-drive dunk?
1: (laughs) I'm a Dudley realist, which Dudley is also a Dudley realist, which is why he sets his dunk a meter at five. Yeah, but I gave you three and a
0: half. Or you gave him three and a half. Somebody <laughs> gave him three and a half. So does that make him really a realist? I think it was you that gave him three. You no, said three, and I said it had to be three and a half at least. Because He's, of he's a
1: realist, but he also has a goal. Which
0: it's, you should have a goal. It's apparently to not, not, not allow me to not win this bet. He's not giving
1: himself an over-under. He's giving himself a goal. We gave an over-under based off of his goal.
0: Yeah, well, that's his goal. No, we didn't. We gave an over-under below his goal.
1: Right, but that was because he said his goal was five, and we're like, I don't think he's going to hit that.
0: Next year, Dudley, and I'm not saying you're not going to get it, but next year put your over or put your goal at three, so I can put the over-under at .5. Things are not looking good.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'd take that bet next year.
0: <laughs> no, but he's a year older. One, still one, might get one further dog. year removed from the dreadlocks. All right, so we've said it all talked about each of the games. We've talked about LeBron costing Hillary the election. We've talked about my love for Brandon Knight. we talked about Paul's love desire trade to trade <laughs> Brandon Knight. We might have spoken about that for too long. I, I, we might have to You're nix brambled. that segment next time. We? How dare you? Hey, How dare mine you? Mine was
1: more incoherent, but there was some rambling on your end,
0: too. Please. Please, 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 please. (laughs) Everything I say has a purpose, an objection, an objective, (laughs) and is perfectly coherent, except for perhaps this last sentence. Last last but not least, we didn't mention this when we talked about the Blazers. We should have. Those two guys, Aaron Baines, and I think it was Bino Beno Beno Udry. The hair. What is that all about? Do you think those guys go to the same barber? <laughs> and this barber just has. I feel his like they must have lost a bet to each other.
1: Like, I don't know. They both they had a bet with like Damien Lillard and like McCollum that like beat him in horse or something, and they both lost, and, and that was then, their punishment.
0: Then they deserve those haircuts. Uh, but yes, they're also poor gamblers because they're playing against Lillard and McCollum. I think that's my. Point yes, exactly. I feel like there's a lot more horrible hair around the NBA these days. So the hipsters have infected it. I feel like hipsters would be be offended by those two guys' hair. No, no. Okay, yeah. I don't think the mic picked up that first no, and it certainly didn't pick up you staring at me awkwardly and doing that face. Uh, but I think I think you you and I should endeavor for next week to come up with our all hair team, all hair and like all horrible hair team obviously but stephen adams doesn't apply because that guy's majestic he's just he's like a gazelle running in a field God. yeah it's beautiful like i i see i, I look at him and it's just like oh. that was almost on key you like that i did, I it. did not expect Nailed that at it. All. <laughs> on that note I think we will wrap up this edition of Bright Side of the Suns for the fans, by the fans podcast, and until next week, wherever or whenever you're listening, have a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Goodbye. English this time. I was hoping for a different foreign language. Tagalog next week. Tagalog. Okay? Take care, folks. Paul, Paul just saluted.